0: What is up, guys? Thank you all for checking out this edition of New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. I am your host, EJ Stewart. We got a lot to get to on today's show. This is a big week we got coming up. We got Zack Snyder's Justice League being released on HBO Max this upcoming Thursday. We're already getting some early reactions. and I gotta say, I'm a little bit surprised by what I'm hearing about this film, so I'm excited to see what the other guys think. Falcon and Winter Soldier also debuts this week. That'll be a Disney Plus debut on Friday, so we got that to look forward to as well. And then some other little news and notes to talk about as well, Feige discussing the possibility of uh, uh, multiple seasons for some of these Disney Plus shows that are being produced by Marvel Studios. We have a, a pretty major actor cast in the series for Secret Invasion, and a major DC movie finally wraps filming. So we got a good show lined up. Joining me are my co host starting with Shamari Stewart, Sham, Uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but Avatar is now officially the highest grossing movie of all time, once again, supplanting Avengers Endgame due to a re-release by Disney. There have been a lot of people on social media, some that have said that they were offended by this decision by Disney to do this. I think superhero fans are starting to get a uh, reputation of being overly sensitive to certain things. Were you upset at all by uh, Disney putting out Avatar and then therefore putting it back in, in place at number one where Avengers Endgame had lied for a couple of years?
1: Um, I don't know about upset. I mean, I feel like that's a very strong word. I wasn't, you know, offended uh, by Avatar. Yeah, because some
0: people are saying there's like a conspiracy against Marvel, which I'm like, why would Disney be part of a conspiracy against Marvel? I don't understand that. Yeah, I mean, I don't really understand that either. I mean,
1: Marvel's at this point, you know, I guess maybe outside of like Pixar, maybe and maybe some, of the, maybe some of their TV, I guess property. I guess I don't, I don't know. I don't run their books. I don't know where the revenue exactly is coming from. But Marvel is making them a ton of money right now. Yeah, that's definitely. So, different. um, different the money makers. So yeah, Marvel and Star Wars are making them a whole lot of money. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't really understand that logic, but, um, but no, I mean, I don't feel bad about. Avatar, you know, having the top spot and Endgame being number two all time. I mean, that's not going to be like some kind of stain or anything like that on the Endgame's legacy. Endgame's still a fantastic movie, and I haven't seen Avatar, so I can't really, <laughs> I can't really personally speak to being offended. Um, I do plan on watching Avatar soon, but I haven't seen it, so I don't really feel that bad about it, and I don't think it's that big of a deal personally, um, at least not right now.
0: Um, Kendall, Kendall's on the podcast as well. Do you do you agree? Do you feel like this is a this is kind of a little bit of nothing? <laughs> you know, with so many people apparently upset. Yeah, look,
2: this. I mean, I mean, if Kevin Feige wants to be upset or I
0: don't know, the Russo brothers want to be upset,
2: go ahead. This isn't my movie. Uh, I didn't make it. Uh, I made no money off of this movie. Um, you know, I I, I enjoyed um, Endgame Game. Uh, at the end of the day. You know, I'm not gonna tell a company how to run its business. Uh, so, you know, if they want to make money off of Avatar, go ahead. If it's not one, then it's two. You know, if you're talking about Endgame. So, I mean, I don't know. This isn't this isn't something that I'm gonna get upset about. But, you know, people have a right to get upset about whatever they want to get upset about. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you don't don't care about these movies in terms of their their box office. But,
0: yeah, no, nah, this is uh, this is small potatoes in this realm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I agree. I mean, I I feel like you know, at the end of the day, we all will be able. We all know who the number one spot was in terms of a normal release date and not part of any re-releases. We know that game became number one, and to me, that's almost all that matters. Like this idea that oh, it has to stay in that number one spot forever, and um, and the fact that you know Avatar's getting a re-release that allowed it to go ahead of it. Like I I don't know if that really like makes me upset in any way uh i know look and like you guys said and i agree like these fans are passionate about this stuff and i think that you know in many ways our passion is why Endgame game became the highest grossing movie and why we'd be able to get these movies so i don't want to diss the fans in any way but i do think it's you know sometimes i think <laughs> we get too overzealous about certain things i mean at the end of the day we know Endgame was the highest grossing movie of all time the only reason why avatar passed it was because it, it did a re-release i mean we all lived it, so I don't, I, you know, it's not, I don't think it's this terrible situation where now, oh, you know, it's it's like, you know, cheap that Avatar did it. And I'd be honest, I feel like there's a very good chance Endgame will supplant it again. Like, you know, there's going to be a, a, a re-release probably of Endgame at some point. Especially when, you know, theaters that will be struggling with trying to get people back into the theaters, you know, I will, certainly wouldn't be surprised if we see a re-release of Avengers Endgame at some point. So, I'm not even sure that this is gonna last, per se. This might end up being kind of like your, uh, like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning with some of like the career records at the end of their career, or Brady and Drew Brees where they kind of like yo-yo <laughs> records back and forth. Like I, I think that we'll probably see Endgame pass it at one point as well. So, uh, congrats to Avatar, but you know we know who the true king is, and I don't think that you know it's a huge deal that Endgame doesn't have that uh, billing as of right now. And I think that there's a chance at one point they will in the future. But I do want to talk about the big stories we got this week. And I want to start with Zack Snyder's Justice League, which debuts on HBO Max Thursday night. And the embargo for social media reactions and, rea- and reviews to this movie was lifted this weekend. And we got overwhelmingly positive um, reactions from the, the critics and the industry folk that got to watch this movie. And I was shocked because Zack Snyder is a polarizing director. He's a polarizing figure right now, just in Hollywood, period. But like his artistic style is, is, is polarizing. So to see, even when he does movies that I actually think are really good. Like, I really love Watchmen. Um, and a lot, and there are a lot of people don't like that movie. Like, so I was surprised to see such uniform praise to this film. But that's pretty much what we got. A lot of people saying that this is pretty much your Justice League superhero epic that you could have hoped for if you were uh, waiting for this Zack Snyder Justice League. And a lot of folks saying that um, that really even beyond just Zack Snyder fans, that really anybody who likes DC or likes superheroes will probably really enjoy this film. I want to guys read you guys uh, some of the um, some of the reactions we got. We had Umberto Gonzalez saying. Uh, I've seen it three times now, and it's freaking awesome. I had an absolute blast watching each time and shocked at just how good it actually is and how well it plays. Action-packed, it hits all the beats, um, and the score is straight fire. Uh, Frosty from Collider saying, the Snyder Cut is loaded with scenes people haven't seen and are run to love. It's such a better movie than the theatrical cut of Justice League. Night and Day Difference saying that, saying that I have no idea how the version could, this version could have been released in theaters. Um, let's see who else I want to read uh, Let's go Perry Nemiroff uh, She said uh, Zack Snyder Justice League is a stronger cut by far Yes it is long But for the most of that four hour runtime, the material has purpose The 2017 cut got away with Characters coming together Simply because it was a superhero team up movie Here however it's earned through sincere Beats of coming to understand one another Figuring out how to operate as a team And well conveying That they all had something to fight for. Was utterly fascinated watching the footage included in the 2017 cut before it uh, uh, become more powerful here. So, I've seen almost everybody say this movie is definitely way better than the first one. Um, And I've seen most people say that this is probably Zack Snyder's best cut. There's some people who have leaned towards Man of Steel still. I think most people would say that that was probably his best effort. But um but but many have said that this is you know what may be his best work so taking all of that in consideration sham and you're you are the Zack snyder fan of this podcast what do you make hearing these uh reactions to his justice league movie coming out on thursday
1: um so i mean i think these reactions are great um I mean, to me, as as someone that doesn't very much enjoy Zack Snyder's movies, it's not as surprising to me, uh, especially given, you know, the fact that he's had so much time to think about the story and he had all this time to create the story, um, you know, and to make the movie he wanted to make. He got all the actors back. He did all the reshoots he needed to do, um, you know, seeing the latest trailer. I mean, they definitely got Darkseid's voice down. I mean, they got it pretty much everything they need. You know, they gave... All the graphics seem to have gotten an upgrade, which is something I've seen consistent throughout the, throughout most of the reviews I've seen. Uh, so, I mean, it looks... You know... Um, I mean, I just, I, I'm I not surprised that people are saying it's a good movie. I expect it to be a good movie. I mean, I think probably maybe may be more surprising is that a lot of people don't seem to mind how long it is. I would have thought that would have been a... A, a, a negative point which a lot of people i see see some reviewers to so do talk about how long it is but they don't mind they're like listen this is it's it's this is what the movie was meant to be and it works and i'm you know i'm glad uh you know zach snyder's getting his you know he's he's given the he's been given the ability to make to truly realize his vision of what he wanted justice league to be and um you know i just look forward to seeing it so I look forward to seeing it and reviewing it. And, uh, you know, maybe this can actually cap off his his saga of the DCEU. So, I mean, this is just very great news and I can't wait to see it.
0: Now, Kendall, you know, Shamari mentions how this could, you know, cap off his run in DCEU. And Zach's been pretty, absolutely steadfast in saying this is the end of any of my affiliation with DC. But we asked this question when the movie was announced that they were going to do this. And I think now, more than ever, the, the question is uh, appropriate to ask. I mean, is there a point where you start to wonder, should they bring back Zack Snyder? Or should his stories continue in some form if the fans end up liking it as much as the critics are? And that seems almost a certainty at this point. I mean, the critics hated a lot of Zack Snyder's previous movies. So... The critics are liking this. I mean, there's no way I think you're going to see a, a massive fan reaction that's different. So do, do you feel like we talked about, you know, is there a possibility this will put uh, DC in a pickle? In my opinion, the way they're talking about this movie, I'll get to why I think of it. But the way they're talking about it, I think it does.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is what we talked about last week when we, you know, you guys w- wondered about the, the leak. And I said, look, I mean... You know, this is a movie that you know could ruffle some feathers at Warner Brothers if it does well enough. <laughs> um, mm. So if they have any reason to 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 you know hurt it in any way, um, you know, like this would be one of those movies because if this dude movie does really well, you know, the fan the fan you know engagement and the fan fever for Zack Snyder is obviously as high as it is for any director in the superhero movie space and to me like if it like if we they, they already ran into that buzzsaw once with this snyder cut um you know movement which has now given us this this movie which they were willing to um invest you know what 30 plus million dollars in remaking um but if this movie's really good, that that buzz saw that 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 hit him on the because is going to be, you know, ten times worse. Because you're not only going to be getting it from the people that you would assume are, you know, just, you know, not they're going to say they like a movie whether or not it's good or bad. You know, these are going to be people. If it's a really good movie, you know, unanimously there's going to be there's going to be people that aren't traditionally Zack Snyder fans, quote unquote, that are going to be saying I actually would rather see this than whatever you have coming out. I mean, Wonder Woman. 1984 i mean if this movie's better than wonder room 1984 that's not good for dc um you know and i know that sounds weird because it's like it's all dc it's all warner brothers like you know just you, you just scratch their back in any way possible but like that like this movie is not the future of warner brothers like they need like the movie yeah
0: it's not like, supposed,
2: supposed to be the future of warner Brothers. this is supposed to be a one-off you know, and then they, they can kinda of move on from this this, this this thing that's been plaguing them in their you know in their minds, they feel like this, this thing that's been plaguing them. But if this movie's really good, it's not going away. And a movie like Wonder Woman, which, you know, underwhelmed some people and, you know, kinda of didn't live up to the hype that was generated after the success of the first one, it, i mean it's just not good optics for, for, for DC. So I one hundred percent can see the the sticky situation that Warner Brothers is being put in with this movie. Um, but this is super exciting that people are, are, are loving it. Um, you know, I've seen people say it's the, it's the superhero event of the decade. I don't know if that's hyperbole. It sounds like hyperbole. Um, that sounds nuts to me. That sounds nuts to me. I'm
0: yeah, so it
2: does. Uh, considering we just had Game, that sounds so, nuts. We just, just had Infinity War. Like, You know, I just can't imagine considering this the, the event of the decade. Just from a hype standpoint, I mean, now they're saying, like, look, I mean, you know, when you watch the movie, like, that's how it's going to play out, but, uh, I mean, look, my thing is, I don't like, I, you know, we don't have to speak in hyperbole, you know, I and mean, that's in everything, you know, you can be talking about sports, you know, you don't have to say that, you know, Patrick Mahomes is the greatest athlete that ever lived, to say that Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. is a great quarterback, you know, you, you can talk when you're talking about music, you don't have to say that, you know kendrick lamar is the greatest rapper to ever live to say that kendrick lamar is a great
0: rapper like you don't have to say this is the biggest right. event in you know super well, that, yeah that's that's people now though it's always got to be the most hyperbole you always gotta people always want to say what they what's newest is the best you know that's just yeah. how it goes and so i mean look do
2: i think that this could be a great movie 100 percent. and it, it would surprise me you know given what i would have thought because the first one wasn't a great movie it was nowhere near a great movie so this is surprising to me that he's able to turn he's able to turn it around, mm-hmm. but if he does, I mean it's a tremendous it's a tremendous win. And le- so let me let me phrase this question for you: guys. Mm-hmm. If this movie is like a slam dunk, like I, let me throw out a Rotten Tomatoes, let's say eighty five percent of Rotten Tomatoes, mm-hmm. which would be excellent for a DCE movie. One hundred percent, yeah, that'd be one, a, one for of the numbers they had. Where you know this kind of trilogy of movies has gone where like where did this rank in terms of like the biggest almost like upsets you know <laughs> of, of a superhero movie most surprising successes for a superhero movie something we went going into it we were like this is gonna stink it's an awful idea and then slam dog success i mean like guardians was it was similar but like we saw the trailer and it was marvel so i think people for the most part were still excited I, I, mean, be- I mean,
0: I, I mean, to be honest, I feel like the first Wonder Woman movie was a pretty big upset. What Would you say, AJ? No, I was gonna say, to be honest, I feel like the first Wonder Woman movie was a pretty big upset. I don't think it's as big I as this think- one. I remember, remember me coming into that. I, I mean, that was, I n- n-
1: upset for you. I don't know why. I yeah, that- I
0: mean, but but, but, but it, to be fair to Kendall, I mean, it was he wasn't the only one though. I'm not 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 on the show. Me, Shamar thought it'd be really good, <laughs> but but there are people that just saw what was happening with everything going on with Zack Snyder's worst in yeah, the DCU, yeah, yeah, yeah. and thought that there was no way that this Wonder Woman movie was going to stop. It really wasn't even based on anything we saw. It I was mean, just, Wonder Woman was great in Batman v Superman. It was I like, it was I mean, again, I don't disagree. I'm just saying the masses and what other people thought. I think it certainly was an upset for some people, a lot of people. Not, I don't know if it was a majority, but I mean, there are a lot of people that, that expected a mid-movie and were surprised that they got a classic. Um. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, guess that would be in there. Uh, I I could make a case Shazam wasn't upset too. I mean, you know, I think yeah. Shazam ended up being really enjoyable. I think again, just more and more enjoyable. I think people expected. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Logan. I mean, Lo- we saw the trailer for Logan. Yeah. Well, but- Logan, I don't think was a. It wasn't. After you saw the trailer, it wasn't upset. I think going mm-hmm. in. After what we saw with the yeah, last two Wolverine the whole, movies, the, you know, like, the second one wasn't as bad as people make it out to be. But yeah, you know, I think the expectation Wolverine, for Wolverine, there being no like press tour, like you mentioned it. yeah, no press run. We, the last two movie Wolverines were terrible. So even though again, I I don't hate the Wolverine, but yeah, um, but the the narrative behind that movie was like, why are they even doing this? Right. So <laughs> you know, so so like I guess you have to consider that upset, Even though once we saw the trail, we knew okay, this is going to be great. The fact that it's a top three superhero movie of all time, arguably, that's a massive upset. I think you'd have to agree. So, I mean, it would be up there. I would say that, I would argue that it might be the biggest, the biggest upset. If you told me that Zack Snyder doing anything with DC, he's doing a Justice League that was the rehash of the terrible one we saw in 2017, and it was going to be four hours long. I mean, I didn't think this had really any chance of being excellent. Could it have been, could it have been decent? Could it have been fun? I thought better? that was possible. It yeah. well, could have been better, for sure. But could it be excellent or great? That seemed very unlikely to me because of all the things I just mentioned. Yeah, And that's could, what people are saying this is. I mean, a lot of these folks aren't missing words. And that's kind of what I want to get to my point. And I don't want to be the wet blanket. I know people will say, oh, EJ's being the Snyder hater. And I think I'm get. I i think I'm pretty fair to Zack Snyder. But I kind of am still tempting my expectations until I actually see this movie. Because all I will say is I felt like the reactions to Wonder Woman 84 were extremely positive in those first few reactions, the people that saw it. And then, man, was it different when the whole masses saw it. And it was a lot of things that seemed like these people didn't seem to be for in terms of questions or issues with that film. I didn't hate 84, but I thought it was definitely a, a big step below the first movie. So, and and I think most of the time... The early reactions are pretty reliable. It's rare that they're super off. I thought that that was a time where it was really off. More off than I to think me, I've like, ever yeah, seen. One of them a weird movie to me because, like, when I
2: first watched it, we all—I mean, I think everyone in our, you know in our house, like, we we all loved it. You know, not loved it, but we were all like, "That was a good movie." You know, like I think yeah, it, I it, it like I mean, given like the time, you know, you yeah. know, that was a Christmas you know movie, and it was like, oh, I mean, I enjoyed that. Like, right. you know, we've had like, we've had things where we've seen movies like, for example, um, like Star Wars, right? Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, there were people that came out of the instant reaction that joint and were like, I don't like it. You know, like, I wanted to like it, I don't like it. And when we saw it, you know, in the theater, especially me and Shamari, we would see it together, we didn't like it. Nope. We were like, this movie, it had so many issues. Yeah. So, like, you know, I think there were certain movies that Hit you harder, you know, in terms of like like the issues. Where it's like like Wonder Woman didn't hit me as hard the the issues with it until you kind of until you have to sit down and really analyze. You're like ah, a lot of the stuff didn't really work.
0: That's why. Well, that's why when I said I said to me Wonder Woman is entertaining. Yeah, but it has a lot of holes. That's what that's how I've described it a bunch. I said I I I think you can like it. I I like parts of it. I liked a lot of it to be honest. But but. It has a lot of holes. And to me, the question is, is it entertaining enough to get over the hump with some of those holes? And that to me is where that, all that, that movie lies. And I think it's either it is or it isn't. And that's cool that you have a faction of people that really enjoyed that film. But like it seemed like, I don't want to just do a rehash of that, but it seemed like those folks didn't really uh, elaborate on just how cockamamie some of the holes were. They kind of made like, oh, there's some plot issues, but it ain't that big a deal. Because, yeah, I mean, Infinity War has plot issues. But it's, it's a masterpiece, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you can get over certain things because you know art's not perfect. But, like, with that movie, it seemed like they undersold the clear structural problems with that film. To, where it was like, wow, this is some weird stuff going on. Some of this stuff is just doesn't work that great. And I'm having fun. I like a lot of this stuff. And the acting is still really good. The cast is good. But, like man, like, some of this stuff needed to be ironed out and they didn't do it. And I didn't feel like the critics at all um, spoke to any of it. At least not the initial critics that got to watch the movie. I thought, in the critics that came afterwards, they were saying, yeah, this movie has a lot of issues. But with, um, and then we saw that Rotten Tomatoes score that it initially started out pretty high, just plummet. I don't know what it is now. I don't know if that's going to be the case with Zack Snyder Justice League. To me, you would think if it's four hours, you would think that there's a better chance, honestly, that, that like, the structural issues that maybe Wonder Woman had, this won't have because you have an infinite amount of time to to fill them. But I, 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 that's my really my only thing I'm holding out for is you know a lot of people were really excited about this movie. It is weird to me, like when you're in a position where I love this medium, superhero movies, superhero content, in terms of TV or film in any any way, and I love it with a passion. But like I kind of have been dreading watching this film. It's weird to be feel in some ways feel like I'm the outside looking in because so many fans have been super excited for this movie where I haven't been. So when I see that okay, a lot of those people were these people who initially were reacting to this film, but then some of them were also were critics who were skeptical. They're the ones that are really you know, real, you know you know holding the flags for this film. I'm like, okay, I didn't feel as excited about this as this person did, and they are loving this. Maybe. Maybe they're right, and maybe this ends up being great, but I, I still want to at least hold back a little bit. But like I said, I, I know Shamari said he's not shocked. I was shocked when I saw just how positive this was taken. Because, again, a four-hour Zack Snyder Justice League movie, that just sounds like a fist fight. <laughs> that sounds like fanboys on the internet getting ready to argue, getting ready to, 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 to get into a scram at Comic-Con. Like, that doesn't sound uh all encompassing for everybody that sounds like very super niche certain people will like a lot of people won't so when i hear it's not a lot of people it's probably you know dozens but largely those dozens are saying it's great i'm like wow i, I would have assumed someone would have said eh, this, all this stuff doesn't still work most people really loved it I'm curious to see if if there's a disconnect from fans to critics. And then I'm curious for the Zack Snyder fans who often have said that the critics have had some vendetta against him. I'm curious, like, what they will do if there is a large dissension by fans who actually end up seeing this movie and not liking it. Will they run to the critics and say, well, the critics love that you guys are just haters. Because they were the people who said that the critics were somehow had some vendetta against DC. So, it's all going to be very fascinating, but... I I now I'm really super intrigued by this film. I I I kind of was like, oh yeah, we'll see how it goes. I kind of know, I kind of knew what I thought I would expect. You know, probably a decent movie again, better than the first one, but probably still a lot of issues and a lot of fan service. I mean, this is Everybody's saying this is more than that. So now it's a uh it's certainly piqued my interest. Any last thoughts on this, guys? Um, yeah, I saw the Billy Crudup
2: uh, who plays. Uh Henry Allen in, in the in the Justice League joint. He's not uh he's not coming back to be in the flash. They're recasting the character. No, he's not, but Iris West is. Iris West is. They casted a
0: Nora Allen, but they but they're gonna have to recast the Henry Allen character. Yeah. Kier Clemens, who played who plays Iris in the Zack Snyder Justice League, will be remain as Iris. Some people are really upset about Krota. I mean I don't I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean you look for like 14. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean yeah. I don't yeah. Know, I don't know. It is what it is. Yeah, some that's there's not- some recasts that like to me are a big deal. Like that I just can't get over. That that's not one to me. Again, he was in one scene. Maybe he will have a couple more scenes in <laughs> this tax nine address league, but they're telling me this. Sax Tax Nine Just League is not canon. So like what difference <laughs> does it make? You know? <laughs> so right. like so yeah, I heard some people excuse me, some people were a little bit upset by that. I could not join them in that, uh, in that rage or in that anger in any capacity. Um, I do want to move on, though, to talk about uh, The Falcon and Winter Soldier. We have that uh, project, that series coming out March 19th. That is Friday. So, again, a lot of stuff going on in the, in the world of superhero uh, movies and television. This is a highly anticipated series. This was supposed to be the first series that Marvel was going to release when they did their Disney rollout pandemic a lot of things change a lot of things i messed up so comes now second from disney plus um after wandavision trailer they dropped this past weekend is fire i mean there's no other way to describe it it's a it's a it's a great trailer it's action-packed um i still know a lot of what's going on with plot um other than you know okay sam was given the shield he doesn't seem all that comfortable with it and it seems like he probably gives it away and gives it to the museum um yeah, so, but but outside of that, it's really hard to tell what exactly the threat is or what the conflict is. But what I will say is, it's certainly a action-packed thriller, is what it looks like. It will be, you know, a, a lot of scrapping, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of squaring up, um, <laughs> a lot of explosions. This, to me, I mean, in some ways, this movie this show, in some ways, feels like the the, the the Fast and Furious of the Marvel universe. Like, like that's the sharp. that's the energy I get. That's the that's the vibe I get, Bucky. and um and yeah. I think that's pretty much what we're gonna get. And, and I'm Bucky. I'm all for it. I'm really excited.
1: Yeah, th- I mean this looks really good,
0: and this is one of those shows where I I don't
1: have many doubts about it. Um, I mean I was telling Kendall, you nothing it, there could be nothing in like the first three episodes. I'm not concerned. Yeah, be The other ones are gonna be dope. I don't even care. I'm not worried about this show. I'm not concerned. (laughs) I know I'm going to get the action. I know it's coming. I know the story's coming. I know the Cap connection is coming. I know Patriot is coming. I know we're getting stuff. I know Zemo is coming. You know, it's like... U.S. Agent. U.S. Agent. I know all this stuff is... Thunderbolt Ross. Ross, well, yeah, I mean, I guess... Yeah, Ross. I mean, Ross, is he's fine. (laughs) But, I mean, I I know it's coming. You know, like, like I know all everything is coming. Everything is gonna be here. These are these are the characters that I watch Marvel for. Okay, I, I'm not wa- the one watching Marvel for, you know, uh, uh, for Scarlet Witch. No offense to Scarlet Witch, she's she's cool, but that's not who I'm watching Marvel for. Right, I'm yeah, watching Vision. Marvel. Yeah, I'm not watching for Vision. Black Widow. I'm not watching for Black Widow. I'm not watching for Hawkeye. Though Hawkeye's pretty cool too. But, I mean, these are the characters I'm trying to see. It's like, I want to see mm-hmm. this kind of show. So I'm not concerned. Like, I can't wait uh, for this series to start, and I can't wait to start reviewing.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, before we jumped on, me and Shamar, we were watching those Marvel Legends, uh, you know, feature that they have on Disney Plus, where uh, they basically, you know, just recap everything that these characters have been yep. through in the MCU. From beginning to yeah. end, yeah, yeah, you have for uh, Falcon, Zemo, yeah. uh, Sharon Carter, and yeah. and uh, Bucky, and Bucky, mm-hmm. and you know they had them. They did the, they did it for Wanda and Vision, for Wanda Vision, and that was that was a good kind of re- reset. But like I told you, already, I mean, the actual featurettes for those four characters were much better than the Wanda Vision ones, and you know it, it, A lot of it's because they were in better movies, you know. I mean, some of them there was overlap. Obviously, they they've shared movies before, but Maybe like
1: the Avengers movies, you know.
2: But they primarily, you know, were central characters in the Captain America movies. Yeah. Um. You know, and Winter Soldier and Civil War just are are incredible movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And obviously, Infinity War and Endgame, they obviously play a role. Uh. Particularly at the end of Endgame, of course. But. So yeah, I mean, this is. Um, this is this is gonna be a really exciting show um i mean like ej mentioned that trailer uh was excellent you know like you said the plot is still very thin you know in terms of what we know and i you know i mean that's that's good it was like it was like that for wandavision and ultimately like there was a lot more to wandavision than we saw you know like there was it wasn't like you know it wasn't like there was nothing there with wandavision so you know, I think there, and I think this will have way more plot than even WandaVision did. Like WandaVision, a lot of it was like I'm peeling an onion. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is going to be less of that and more of just your normal action thriller. Um, that should be that should be exciting. Um, you know, it seems like there will be some sort of super soldier kind of you know like, yeah. storyline. You know, especially yeah. with Zemo coming back, you wonder if that's mm-hmm. where he he kind of falls in line. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, it seems like, you know, people have seen that, said that that's really good as well. I mean, people, seen with the first episode or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is, this is, this is going to be, a, this is going to be an, an interesting, an interesting, uh, debut. What do we, I mean, you know, we're, what, 72 hours away, more or less. Mm-hmm. You know, what do we expect? Um, you know, do we have any predictions or any, uh, you know any kind of any anything that we want to see
1: you know from these characters in the first episode or in the series in general
0: uh, in the series um i want to see i want to see uh, winter soldier get some teeth back uh i felt like you know he had you know we, you know the 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 winter soldier in the captain america winter soldier movie was as terrifying as a, a villain as Marvel yeah, has had
1: I was reminded um
0: and just a, a, a bad dude Obviously, you know, we're not under the Hydra stuff. I mean, it, things are going to change. You can't be that menacing. But I feel like ever since then, we've kind of seen him slowly kind of like be taken down notches a little bit. Uh, you know, you had to, he had to put the Black Panther over a little bit in the Civil War movie. So uh, so, you know, Black Panther is fighting him, you know, kind of getting a slight edge, maybe maybe, you know, fighting the mostly to a standstill. So, you know, that knocks him down a little bit. And then, you know, Infinity War and Civil War, you know, he's in them. Excuse me, Infinity War and Endgame, he's in the movies, but uh, we don't see really a, a huge impact from him. So I, I feel like we, we need we need him to get back to being that dude. Uh, you know, even if he's being that dude, you know, fighting uh, those guys, you know, in, in, uh, in Germany, wherever the hell he was, coming into his apartment. Like, even that guy I'll take, you know. But I, I do feel like, He's been uh, he's been nuked a little bit. I think they need to get him back to that being that guy, because uh, the, the amount of hand to hand combat figures now we have in the MCU is, is is dwindling. You know, unfortunately, obviously R.I.P. the Chadwick. We lost Black Panther. Um, you know, Captain America is not here. So that kind of action. So right now, and, and the Moon Knight's a little ways away. That kind of action we're really only going to get from him. So I want to see him be that dude again.
2: We got shang Chi coming up, so that should be interesting. That
0: is as well. true. That is true. Uh,
2: but yeah, yeah, no, that's that's an excellent point. Um, you know, I, it, it'll be interesting to see Falcon kind of, you know, kind of move off of like the sidekick kind of lane or the he, the fifth Avenger or whatever. Like and that's always yeah. felt like that was his role, and now he's he's the central character you know he's in the spotlight now i almost not feel like winter soldier i don't say that's his sidekick but like you know it feels like it's going to be a, a more of a falcon story than even a winter soldier story right. uh so that to me is is uh it's exciting i want to see how they how they handle that in terms of giving sam wilson more backstory um getting more into that
1: i want to see if he starts using the shield so i'm practicing with the shield
2: yeah i feel so, like that'll be something that that'll be an arc throughout the show that's why I think he may too. grab it. He may, he may grab it at the end, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think so too.
2: Um, I also want to see like 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 what's gonna be Zemo's role? Because Zemo in Civil War was interesting because he was so it was he was it was such a specific story for him. Yeah, he was a yeah. psychological villain more than he was a yeah, physical threat, obviously. Yeah, such a psychological villain. It wasn't like you know he wasn't like mustache, twirly you know, Hydra guy, or Mustache Twirly, right. Masters of Evil guy, like, he was, he was very specifically, you know, had a, Soko, you know, about the Sokovia, you know, attack, you know, in Age of Ultron, like, that was, that was all he cared about, um, like, how do they transition him now into being, you know, like, what's even his role in this show? Being Baron Zemo. And being Baron Zemo, Exactly. The guy that we that we're more familiar with. Obviously, they're gonna give him the mask, and that's gonna that's gonna help, you know, from a visual standpoint. But you know, what's his what's what's his inclusion in this in this show? Um, that's gonna be fascinating as well. Um, and look, I mean, I'm just excited, you know. Obviously, I I, I don't know if we're getting any a mutant, you know, uh, connection <laughs> Yeah, Magic yeah,
0: Magic Madri- I- will be in this show, and if I can yeah, I- that this I- is yeah. a new thing that they have. Yeah. I have below zero expectations. <laughs> I'm not listening
1: to anybody online. Mephisto? <laughs> did you guys see
2: the 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 Jack Jack Schaefer? She was talking about how she she didn't um she didn't know who Mephisto was when she was yes, writing this. Yes, show. She had no idea.
0: She said Boy. she didn't read any
2: of the comics. Wow, <laughs> I'm like wow. Uh,
0: you know, of course. I mean, of- to be sure. honest, you didn't need to read much, any comics to make that show.
1: 100 percent yeah yeah percent. Yeah,
0: you know. now look to
2: be fair to her i don't think like look we've always like we've always said this and we're gonna say it about her like we say it about most people uh in the mcu and so like a lot of this is feige's vision you know so i don't think feige went to her and said make me a show about wanna vision and tell me come back to
1: me <laughs> right you
2: know like i think he had a, a vision no pun intended and he needed somebody that could write it and he thought that could write the dialogue and write you know the outline the of the story right but like i don't think if i wanted mephisto in the show mephisto would have been in the show right that was exactly. my decision to bring in white vision and do all the other stuff like that was his decision so to me right. you know it's not good I would have preferred that she would have read some sort of the stuff. You know, people were upset. They feel like, you know, her not reading the stuff led to the, the Ralph Boner stuff and, uh, <laughs> you know, some of the... the yeah. They, it was, look, they threw in Easter eggs that they claim were unintentional. Like, we didn't mean to, you know, allude to anything. You guys kind of just fell into it. Aerospace engineer. Yeah. Yeah. And even, yo, and Nat also upset me when she said about that. You know, <laughs> I don't want to get into a whole tangent. But, you know, she, I mean, she tried to, she tried to make the case that she feels like a lot of people's uh you know frustration with the aerospace engineer thing was because major goodner was a woman you know and that she wasn't you know an important man that people wanted to see you know to me like reed richards i didn't need it to be reed richards i didn't need to be i didn't need it to be somebody you know Mm -hmm. and that was the issue you know it could have been the scroll queen and i would have been like all right at least it's somebody you I mean not yeah, the scroll queen? we came in the Talos' daughter, and I have been like, "This is all right. This is a this is hmm. a tie-in," but you gave nobody, you know, and that, that, that's I don't know. To me, like, I don't. Know. I'm not gonna go on a tangent, but you know, no, nah, we're already there, Kendall. <laughs> of tough, yeah, a couple <laughs> a couple of tough quotes from Jack Schaefer this week, but shout out to Wannavision. Vision. The assembled uh, special was really good, so
0: yeah, I do yeah. want to check that out at some point.
1: Um, yeah I know the the, uh, the director for this show yeah uh, is already, yeah already doing some interviews and talking to people and she seems very excited and look yeah, I, 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 yeah.
0: it seems like the, the showrunners of this show I know uh, you know uh, Andy mackey has been saying oh there's a lot of surprises but it feels like there's a different there's a different approach <laughs> to this show. Yeah, fight it feels like Feige from the beginning is like, y'all got to chill in terms of what you're expecting. Because um, I think yeah. that, I mean, I think it hurt them a little bit, you know. A show that was so excellent kind of got marred by these, uh, what ended up being unrealistic expectations. Again, a lot of it's self inflicted. I feel like the messaging we've heard so far, the exception of a couple of things here and there, you know, maybe uh, George and St. Pierre I talked about last week and, you know, again, Max, he said that there are a lot of prizes coming that nobody knows about this week um, I feel like the messaging from the, the creators are a lot more tempered and they seem to be more focused on hey like you know don't expect earth-shattering stuff you know from this show uh, or any really Disney plus show which I thought was fascinating that Faye would' even go that far he said that you know, <laughs> to understand that that you know these are all MCU stories so they're all going to be important and connected and 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 you know, it's all a shared universe, but to think that one show is gonna, you know, just shatter everything about the entire MCU <laughs> is probably, a, you know, a step farther than they're willing to go right now. So,
1: and we're not getting Reed Richards in any of these shows. this doesn't
2: that doesn't bode well for Secret Invasion, but we'll be talking about that soon.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> but um, but I guess we can. Well, before we get to Secret Invasion, real quick, I do want to talk about uh. Kevin and his comments regarding the possibility of multiple seasons for uh, these shows, because you know we know Winter uh, Wandavision is you know a one and done, but there was uh, obviously the reports that Loki had gotten uh, a season you know up and that you know there may be shows that do go longer than just one season. When Feige uh, was asked about it, and here's what he uh, he had said: He said, "Quote." It's a funny question, and one we get asked much more in television because people expect it to be like, like to be like we know beforehand. We really did approach it like we do the movies, which is we better make this great or we won't be able to do another one. If we were, if you we were able to do another one, there's certainly ideas. Uh, we talked about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier's future. He said the the slight difference, of course, is as you heard me say, and uh, is becoming clear with Wandavision. They really will go back and forth between Disney Plus series. And Marvel Studios features, so where characters show up and how will, how will sometimes be indirect in season two, will sometimes be into a feature and then an additional season. We're just not going to say who does who does what right this second. So, Kendall, what do you make of uh, the way he's kind of breaking down their approach to future seasons of some of the shows that they've established on Disney Disney Plus series uh, circuit.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, two things. I mean, one, I think <laughs> Feige's not going to call his shot before before it comes. Like, he doesn't know if any of these shows are going to be hits. You know, I think he has ideas whether or not some are going to be popular. You know, he was happy that WandaVision got pushed up to the forefront. I think, in part, because I think he knew that this was going to be really good, and it was really good uh, and exciting for a lot of people. But I don't think he, like, he can't I don't even know if that's his call to say that this is definitely getting a second season uh, of anything, you know, but, uh, so that's, that's, that's number one. But number two, I think to me, I think how it's going to be broken down is I think you'll have, there's clearly some of these Disney plus series are about specific stories that have to be miniseries. You know, one Division had to be a miniseries. Um, armor wars seems like that's gonna have to be a miniseries it's a very specific story uh secret invasion will likely have to be a miniseries you know but then there are some that would be a little more open-ended i don't know about falcon wonder soldier you'll we'll have to see that but you know like hawkeye could probably be multiple seasons uh very potentially she hulk you know missed marvel um, like, there are there are other characters, Moon Knight, like, I don't view Moon, Moon Knight as a character that should be one and done, you know, one little miniseries and that's it, like, what are you going to do, I mean, unless you're making movies, but if you're not making movies as characters, you might as well keep them on Disney+, so I think that uh, that's how he's viewing it, um, you know, and I think, especially when we're getting more down the line, the ones, the more immediate ones seem to be the ones that are going to be a little bit more, uh, besides Loki, of course, are going to be a little bit more uh, Central, specifically WandaVision, Vision, you know, and uh, Falcon Winter Soldier probably uh, Secret Invasion, but then you know something like Ironheart, you know, like that, that is probably too early for even for them to tell. <laughs> that's gonna be one season or multiple seasons, you know. So that that, that that's where I, that's where my head's at with that, and I, I think um, a lot of it will depend on the success of these shows individually.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it will depend on the success. I think it's going to. Uh, depend on the stories themselves also, you know, because once he creates the story, um, you know, yes, say, OK, so does this story even leave the door open for another season? You know, and uh, and if we did do another season, quote unquote, would it still be this story or would it be something else? Would it be something totally different? Like take Falcon and the Winter Soldier, if his next adventure is with somebody else, who's to say it's not Falcon and Hulk? For just to use an example, like, you know, so it's you know, he may play around with it. We may get several different kinds of shows. He may just keep adding shows um, or miniseries or whatever you want to call them. So. uh, So, yeah, I mean, I I do think it's exciting that we may get season twos. I'm not taking this as, you know, similar to how we would see, say, a Daredevil season two or like a uh, Punisher season two. You know, or Agents of Shield season six, or anything <laughs> right. like that. It's not like they're just gonna okay. Let's let's come up with another story to tell. Like, yeah. I think it's gonna be okay. This is gonna fit into the MCU in this kind of way. So this is why we have to tell this story on Disney Plus or whatever. So I think that's more so where he's going with ad- adding the additional seasons potentially. Um, but I mean, it is good news. It's still good to hear regardless.
0: Yeah, and I think I do agree with Kenneth's point. That I, I I certainly agree that he, there's no way he he makes the call whether or not something gets multiple seasons because, you know, they're spending crazy amounts of money right. on these shows. So, yeah. you know, these are financial decisions that Disney has to make. I mean, that's not going to be a decision from him. I'm sure, there, as Kendall said and you guys have said, like, you know, there are some series that just obviously lend themselves to being just one one and done because there are specific stories that are telling a specific thing in, the, in this era of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and where these characters are. Then there will be shows that you know you in theory could could continue. I don't think that's probably their plan. I think that, I don't think that you're going to see any show that will uh, have some crazy kind of cliffhanger that leads you to say, "Oh, we got to have a new season." I think any cliffhanger for these shows are going to be to some movie that it's connecting to. Doesn't mean they can't revisit doing another season of a show with these characters if things are great and they find something that's uh, you know artistically stimulating, but. I don't think that's going to be just like the the plan A. I think for anything, I think the plan A is always going to be let's make this series. As fighty said, let's make this show as good as possible in the lead up to whatever movie it's connected to. And I think that that's probably the best play to play. I don't think they should be counting their chickens for any of these series to get multiple seasons, considering Marvel is paying crazy amounts of money to produce them. Uh, Disney, rather, is paying crazy crazy amount of money to produce some more money than almost any other T V series that's out right now. So I think that's important to consider when having uh these conversations. But staying on uh the Disney Plus stuff, we got a major casting when it comes to Marvel so a Disney project. So Kingsley Benadier, who was last seen in One Night in Miami, played Mach Mex in that movie, he will be cast to play main villain in uh, Secret Invasion. That story comes, excuse me, courtesy of Variety. Uh I got to see Kingsley ben in that movie. Ken, uh, Kendall, I know you watched uh, Kingsley ben Deere in uh, The Comey... The Comey... Uh, the Comey... What, the Comey Files? The Comey Rule? Uh, no, Comey. Comey Rule. Comey uh, Rule. What do you make of this casting? And any thoughts on what could possibly be a villain for this kind of show?
2: Yeah, I mean, so... You know, I mean, look, I, when I saw him in the Comey role, I had not heard of this guy. But I, he was playing Barack Obama. I'm like, all right, you know, I guess we're doing Obama in this movie. And he, he did a very good job. You know, I've seen the movie, I've seen it multiple times. And, you know, like, you know, he does a very good job in his, you know, Obama impersonation. I haven't seen his welcome Max yet. I will at some point. But, um, you know, I mean, he's a good actor. And it'll be interesting. To, it's interesting because, like, there are some actors where you hear them getting casted for a specific role and you're kind of not, I don't say upset, but you're kind of like, eh, I don't know. I like, I don't know if this is the role that I would like them out of, I would have wanted for them. You know, maybe I wanted something bigger, you know, or a different type of role. Like, you know, hearing that he's going to be the villain of secret invasion feels like, Oh, well, I mean, look, like, that's it. Like, that's it. know like, he's not going to, you're not going to then turn around and make him, you know read richard <laughs> yeah exactly you're not gonna make him you know cyclops so like um so there is a little bittersweet in that regard because i don't know what role i mean he's probably gonna be a scroll you'd imagine i mean one plus one equals two uh he's, a, he's a, the villain in secret invasion um is that a spoiler you know when it comes to secret invasion like should we know who the main villain is going into it uh that's the question that i have as well but you know then I'll be keeping it a secret. You know, they made it pretty pretty out there at this point. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is interesting. I mean, the only thing that I'll put out there where I'm like, well, if he's playing this guy, then it's then I'm then ears perked is Super Scroll. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're getting Super Scroll this early, but I mean, if you're doing a Secret Invasion show, uh, you you want to give the DJ says give the scroll some teeth. Uh, making super scroll the villain uh is a good way of doing so so um and now they have the full rights to do a super scroll as a villain uh he's the one guy that i will put out there as somebody he could be playing
0: now the one issue with super scroll you would think would be that he is not really a major role in the secret invasion storyline right. uh, not at all you know, yep. so like, now that doesn't matter for Marvel that does not matter for Marvel and you would think, think, and Marvel so. as we've seen has done, taking liberties with all the names of these movies and, and turned them into whatever they want them to be so Civil War was its version of Civil War yeah. Age of Ultron was its Age of Ultron, you know, so I feel like, you know, and we know Secret Invasion, as Kevin Feige said, is not going to be you know, he said that you know, that movie that would have every Marvel character in basically the world in the universe to in order to make that uh, you know, a credible film. That's clearly not what this is going to be for a Disney Plus series. Uh, so we know that th- there's going to be an avenue to want to you know make your own make your own bed, so to speak, to uh, to to, to uh, amend it however you would like for the show. It's for like
2: I was going to say. It's like it's like you know Bucky and Captain America: First Avenger. Like you know, he's not like some kid. You know, because yeah. they really. Like, that's not, I mean, that's that's not realistic. You <laughs> have some like right. you know, fifteen year old kid or whatever going along with these war missions. Now, so the to... other
0: the, the other thing about uh uh Super Scroll is if you're doing Secret Invasion before Fantastic Four, I mean, he's not gonna have the powers of the Fantastic Four, right? And that's what's that's that's why I feel like it's kind of early. Yeah. You know? So so I don't I don't I, I I tend to think that you probably won't get him because of that. I mean. Could you decide to say, oh, instead of giving him powers of Fantastic Four, you gave him powers of the Avengers? I mean, you could. I mean, again, you could do whatever you want. He's <laughs> got um, and that's the problem. Like, you know, and we haven't seen Taskmaster, but it seems like that's his
1: gimmick. He has powers of the Avengers. Right. And, I mean, I was just thinking, because that's actually a question I was going to ask. Because like, when is superhero Super Secret Invasion coming out in, in comparison
0: to the Fantastic Four? We had that before. Almost. I, I don't think we. I don't think he really laid out when Secret Invasion was coming out, right? Am I tripping? Uh, I, I don't, don't know. They're that. not officially not during the not during. Uh, yeah. The, I uh, mean, day. that was the only word we got was that that you
2: know. I think we're supposed yeah. to assume it's coming out before.
0: I that was the impression I got too. But we have star think. attached to it, which we don't have for what you would call it. <laughs> That's true for Fantastic Four. Yeah, let me see. I'm looking up Secret Invasion season one.
1: I would assume it's coming out next year. That's my
0: guess. Yeah, sure I, don't see, I don't see anything. I don't see anything here that says a a, a date. All it says is uh, cast: Samuel Jackson, and Ben Mendelsohn. Doesn't even say anyone else.
1: Mm, okay. All right. Well, um, I mean, yeah, Super Scroll is is kind of the first guess, though. I agree with you, EJ. That kind of tempers my belief of that the Secret Invasion is coming out before the Fantastic Four movie. Um, but, uh, even so I have not seen, um, any of his work, so I have very less, much less to go on, uh, you know, compared to you guys, but, um, you know, based on <laughs> what you guys have said, I'm excited to see him, uh, in the role. Uh, you know, the more, you know, uh, the more good talent we get in, in these movies, the better. Uh, I know, EG, I know you said he did a fantastic job in One Night in Miami. So I'm I'm too. definitely, uh, definitely looking forward to seeing him in the MCU. Um, and, and, you know, I like that they're going for names that are, you know, massive names, but just very good talent. You know, just very talented, dedicated actors and actresses. Um, you know, so that's what I want to see, not, you know, Nicolas Cage cast and secret invasion you know that's not something that's gonna make me go, oh I'll be like all right I mean I guess you know so <laughs> um so yeah I mean I think this is cool and and you know I'm very open to seeing uh who he's gonna play
2: they um, they um, yeah I, I was going to say the 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 phase four calendar that somebody had made um that I referenced months ago they have secret invasion they projected it's coming out in May of uh 22 right after Moon Knight.
0: Well, right after Thor,
2: Love and Thunder, but which is also after Moon Knight.
0: But. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I look, I I, I loved uh, Benadir in One Night in Miami. He certainly showcased his talents there. So, I feel like whatever they give him, he'd probably be really good. I don't know exactly what this could be. You get Super Scroll whenever you talk about the scrolls and the villain, he's someone you would definitely think about, but we just haven't seen. Um, they're just, as we laid out, a lot of uh, things in the way to kind of make that happen. Um, it doesn't mean that he can't play another scroll um, that's uh, evil or that's you know on the other side of the of the spectrum that feels like you know the scroll needs to take over the earth. as opposed to playing, you know, playing playing nice with Nick Fury. does not that that, that scroll doesn't have to be someone that's named or someone that has a distant as a future or has a past rather. In the MCU, or some long candidate, they could just make someone up, uh, you know. So, or they can give someone who maybe had a small role in the MCU and give them a much larger, or rather in the comics and give them a much larger role. So, like, you no, know, Girl Talos was not someone that was like it was this like household name that we were all looking for. But clearly, I mean, he's the he's the co lead with Nick Fury, uh, Samuel Jackson in this show. So we know that that this character in this universe has you know way. Or the Scro even the villain of Invasion. we don't even know that. I mean, yet. We don't even know that. I mean, we don't know <sighs> what's going crank, on, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. that's what I thought um, too. I thought Benedict could ben Adir be someone that's a creep. Uh, maybe. I don't
1: know. I mean, we got there's a lot of there's a lot of concerns with this invasion. It's massive concerns, man. You know, yeah, cuz you know? I don't
0: I mean, cuz I don't cuz there's just I don't think there's any way it could be I mean, it doesn't appear I don't know how you do it. anything like the comic did it. Which that doesn't always mean bad, but, it, I mean, it well, is this, That's what they
2: could, could have. That's what's so unfortunate, that they could have, yeah. especially with the way they do post-credit scenes. Like, so it feels that's like it's, it was such an easy, easy thing. Like, years ago, we'd be like, yo, when we get that post-credit scene or one of them to scroll, like, are yeah. we going to lose our
0: minds? I, I think our excitement behind it also was we knew in order to do Secret Invasion, it takes a certain level of risk that perhaps we haven't really seen Marvel take yet with its characters. Right. Um maybe you'd argue that kind of ended with Endgame where you see, you know, major characters die and kind of move away from the, from the major uh, show but, or major, you know universe, but doing this Do Secret Invasion, I mean to say some main characters we've been following are not who they, we think they are, I mean that's a huge you know, you know pull the rug from, you know the, for the fans, and it's not necessarily yeah. something that's easy some people don't think that the Secret Invasion story did enough of that, to be honest. So I mean, I remember I was I lived it. Right. You know, some people are like, man, they should have made you know Spider Man a scroll or <laughs> whatever, like you know. And look, they made Spider Woman a scroll. They made Hank Pym a scroll. I mean, there was some pretty major figures in the MCU that ended up being scrolled Black Bolt was a scroll, like. But if it, some people it still wasn't enough, you know, because they they wanted to see you go as far as possible. So I think that was some of the excitement we had was the possibilities. It seemed endless, with the way they seemed to be. Way it seems to be playing out, it feels like those possibilities are very, very limited. Um, maybe limited to where there's no way they can do whatever, anything like the superhero, the the comic book did. I almost feel like if I was kind of if you had, you had to if I had to guess what this story is, is about, I think there's a good chance that this story is about these scrolls getting outed somehow, and they're not bad people, but like perhaps that like creates an animosity towards these figures, and. Like we're calling it secret invasion because technically it has been, but it's not like these people have been villainous per se. But perhaps right. it's the government or some someone or people just as a, at large take great offense to these people who are aliens that are shape that are pretending to be humans, and that creates a, a, an environment that's uh, that's toxic and that's uh, that's dangerous. For, you know, for, for squirrels and for all people, you know. I think there's a good chance that that's the story. It's not about some scrolls that are trying to take over the Earth, you know. But uh, I guess, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I think that there are going to be concerns about this show from purely the standpoint of how do you replicate uh, the comic that was so loved by so many people and an event that people just think so fondly of. How could you possibly do that with kind of the, 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 the small sandbox you appear to be playing in? And I said, I would say that I don't think you can. I think you're gonna do something different. Doesn't mean different does not mean bad. But when you use the name of something <laughs> that people like, and you say, "Well, we're gonna do something different," is a chance it will rub people the wrong way. Civil War did not. That was good. Let's hope that Secret Invasion there will do the same thing. Uh, last uh, story for today, guys, um, and it's a, it's a it's a big one in terms of just what it means kind of for the future of DC movies. Uh, the Batman, which we know has been in production for a very long time. Uh, I actually broke the story on here that they had started production way earlier than I think a lot of people even knew. Um, after, that was, seems like so long ago, whenever I, I, I dropped that news on in this podcast. but, uh, but they, uh, Matt Reeves and the crew officially uh, announced that uh, the, the show had wrapped its, uh, its production, or maybe really the movie, wrapped production. Now they're in the post production phase for the Batman. So <laughs> it feels like it's gonna be a long time before we see this film. I mean March twenty twenty two, and though I guess time is, is like almost like endless, it feels like or it's kinda like a just a theory with the way the pandemic's gone. When it when it was announced that it'd be twenty twenty two, which is again something I also broke in this podcast early that this movie would come out in spring of twenty twenty two. Um it, when I, when I when we learned it, it felt like that that felt like an eternity. I mean, now it's a year away, but um, but yeah. Any any thoughts, guys, on on the idea of this this uh, movie wrapping now with a, a year left to produce, and edit, and put it together for what we hope to be theaters by next year? Yeah, I mean, look, when you said March
2: twenty twenty two, I mean, I just thought about man, twenty twenty two is going to be a huge year for movies. Oh yeah, awesome. Um, nice. You know, Spider Man's coming at the end of this year, and then that leads you right into I mean I would assume Batman, I don't know what the exact date is, but then also in March is Doctor Strange. Um and then in May you've got Thor Love and Thunder. I mean that's that's gonna be a, a terrific um Spider Verse two is also supposed to come out next year. Spider Verse two is coming out. Black Panther two is coming out, Captain <laughs> Marvel two is coming. I mean <laughs> it was crazy. You know, I mean, this is gonna be a huge, huge year, and that's that goes beyond obviously all the stuff that we'll probably get on HBO Max and yeah. uh, Disney Plus. So, but yeah, no, when it comes to this Batman, uh, I mean, they've been radio silent on anything regarding that movie. Uh, I think I don't think they know when it's coming out. I uh, think they, they, you know, they have a release date, but like they don't wanna, you know, they don't wanna promote anything too early. You know, show me trailer. Let I me mean, show the trailer. They gave us everything, so that's, at this point they're like, "All right, you guys can sit on that trailer until you know we're, we can kind of get our ducks in a row." Um, so yeah, this is this is exciting. Um, now that they're done filming, though, I think that's now when you know we may start to get uh, little little bits and pieces here or there. So this is exciting.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is it's very exciting. I mean, I remember I told Kennel when we found out that they they had. They had finished. They had wrapped on, um, on the, the, uh, on the filming, and now they are in post production. I mean, it's it's, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's, it's very exciting. It's always exciting when you know you're getting a new Batman movie, and you know the time is just. To me, it's just 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 whizzing by. I mean, probably because we're in COVID lockdown and all that. Yeah, you that, can't but, do anything. <laughs> You just wake up and it's like a whole new month and nothing happened but it's just the time is just flying by so you know it really is uh crazy and and you know with that in mind you think wow i mean that's not even really that long from now i mean i mean summer's coming but then fall is going to be coming and by then it'll only be a few months away then it'll be winter and then boom we'll be waiting for the waiting to see the batman in theaters so i mean it's really it's just really crazy really exciting um, you know, I'm sure by then we'll, we'll have the whole how to go to the theaters thing figured out. So we'll all be able to see it. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's just a good time to be a Batman fan.
0: So I'm very excited. Uh, I agree with that last statement. It is a good time to be a Batman fan. And I agree, yeah. Like I said, the time, time feels like, again, like a theory. It doesn't seem to feel real. So you say March 2022, again, it feels like an eternity. But when they announced March 2022, it sounded like... <laughs> forever ago and it's like i mean hey here we are you know now year away so um now i'm really excited about this film i just thought that that teaser they did for fandom i really thought was just phenomenal really made me super excited for this movie and it was obviously really disappointing to see that uh this movie had to be pushed back for the delays in production and also the pandemic and the situation with theaters obviously not being aesthetic, so you know, it, it was unfortunate that we had the delays, but now that we're they're done, and you know that okay, everything on their end is good. Now it's gonna just be about putting the movie in theaters and finishing the product. I'm excited to get it in, man. I just wow I, I want to see how this this uh, new bat, take on Batman plays out. I want to see how it differs from the previous takes, whether it be Zack Snyder, whether it be no excuse me Nolan, whether it be. Um, uh, why can't I remember his name now? Uh, obviously, Schumacher, but I was thinking before him. Uh, Burton. There you go. I'm why I can remember Burton's Because uh, uh, we see we you know, Batman in terms of movies, you know, I think you could make the case that he's, we've seen more filmmakers do their takes on that superhero more than I think any other superhero. I, I think, maybe, I think even more than Superman. You know, we'd have to look that up, but. We've gotten uh, the 1970s, Batman. We got, again, Burton Batman, that's two. Schumacher, three. Uh, uh, Nolan, four. Uh, and Zack Snyder, five. And now we're getting the sixth iteration of Batman on the big screen. So uh, I'm, I want to see how this differs. But the little that they showed me, I loved. I loved what I saw from Selena Kyle being played by Zoe, Zaldon- I mean, Zoe Kravitz. Jesus. Um. And, and you no, know, the Riddler, I think, is is potentially, you know, Riddler and Penguin, potentially, you know, the show stealer. You know, the the Riddler is probably the, the main villain here. But uh, the takes on those characters, I'm, I'm really fascinated by it because they just look awesome. So I'm super thrilled, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's it's really exciting. I mean, we're going to be getting a lot of uh, Batman content coming, too. I mean, we're getting the, I know, I believe the Suicide Squad game is coming out either late this year or early next year. But the uh Gotham Knights. Got them so, You know, I mean we'll be getting
2: that. Did you guys see um I think I sent it to you guys, but that uh that DC uh slate um of just properties that they that they that they released. Um it's I not really that? there are no there are no dates, but uh, even the the logos are cool. Oh yeah. I the static remember. shock yeah. one bugged me out. Like Shamari was like, Yeah, man, it's cool seeing Static Shock. Like Static Shock's on there? And I yeah. I didn't notice because it's the same logo as the it's one on the same one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah. like I can't yeah. I can't imagine that's gonna be the actual static shock logo, but I think they wanted to have something. Yeah. Also the Gotham P D logo was like really basic too. I was like, there's no way that's the logo. <laughs> yeah, G C P D. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um uh, mm-hmm. Zatana seems like that that may actually be the one. Especially and that
0: one in Peacemaker. It seemed like those yeah. could be. And that was what we learned you know we we had heard about Zatanna earlier but we got confirmed through that release that you know Zatanna will be an HBO Max series and uh that backer will also be a an HBO uh Max property so you know I I tweeted about Zatanna on you know a couple of days ago I I said that I, in many ways I kind of feel like Marvel gave them a little bit of a break with how they did WandaVision because you know, we talked about it on this podcast. I said that, they, you know, there was no, for a while, there was no majestic or mystical lane um, regarding any female characters, really, in any of these uh, properties, whether it be Marvel or DC. There was no Harry Potter lane, so to speak, and that Satana made a lot of sense because there was a great chance that that could be the first venture for DC and then going to be a female lead. And then WandaVision came out, and obviously that's a TV show that's not a movie, and I, I kinda wondered, you know, you know, does that affect him in any way? But you know, Marvel took an odd, such an oddball approach to Wandavision, and not oddball in a bad way, it's just it was just so unorthodox that I mean, I feel like now anything DC does with Zatanna is gonna feel fresh. It's not gonna feel like oh, we just saw this with uh, <laughs> with you know, the Scarlet Witch. So that's like in many ways, you could make a case that they kinda got a mini break from from Marvel with how they did Wandavision. Yeah, that's
2: an interesting point. Um, it's to me. It's still wild that Peacemaker was just they just they shot that to the moon um, very quickly.
0: I mean, they're yeah. convinced that they're convinced that whatever they got with Side Squad is just gold.
2: Yeah, John yeah. Cena must have done an excellent job. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I mean, I, I mean, I like Cena as an actor. Obviously, I like him as a wrestler, but so it's
1: going to be, it's going to be, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see how he does in that movie. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I'm very optimistic. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you know, we've seen how The Rock has done. Not everyone's The Rock, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Relax. <laughs> not Follow everyone's The Rock. A rock. <laughs> uh, you know, we saw how... Either you haven't uh, seen the Big uh, Show the show
0: Wednesday. on Netflix? No, I've not seen the Big Show show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, I, I mean, I enjoy watching Cena. He was decent in Bumblebee, the little role he played. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I didn't see him in that other kid's movie, though. I heard that movie's pretty bad. Like Fire, no. Fireman movie, whatever that was. I, isn't he
0: also good in uh, the Trainwreck, I think?
2: He is in Trainwreck, yeah, yeah. Him and LeBron both got a lot of
1: okay. praise in those. He's in the Fred movies. Oh, well, yeah, you know? he, played for, he was funny in those. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so, I mean, look, I'm looking forward to seeing Cena in this joint. Um, I think it could be, um, I don't know, I think it could be very good. So, I'm excited for it. I'm
0: make the move, Johnny well. Cage. No, <laughs> <on that> too. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for it as well, man. But uh, that's going to be it for this edition of New Generation Hero Talk podcast. Of course, if you like our podcast, make sure you check us out on the New Generation Podcast Network. That can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Also, make sure you check out our YouTube channel, Generation Media. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, at New Generation Pod. Instagram, New Generation Podcast. And on Facebook, New Generation Media. Follow Shamari on Twitter. uh, should me, on, on Snapchat and Instagram, MCChan22. Follow Kendall on Twitter, at NewGenKen. You can follow me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart. And Instagram, ActionEJ. EJ. Thank you guys so much once again for checking us out. We'll be back next week for more Hero Talk for Shamari. Kendall. I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.